0: Blog Talk Radio. It's Saturday, January ninth, twenty sixteen, and you're tuned in to another edition of the Misty Show. We're your pettacular source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and joining me once again in this new year is my kick butt co host, Dee. <laughs> Happy New Year, Dee. Happy New Year, Jay. Happy New Year, everybody. We made it. We've we made, made it to another year. It. Can you believe it, 2016. We're in twenty twenty fifteen didn't stick around. I mean, twenty fifteen was one of the probably one of the fastest years I've ever really been in. Yeah, it flew by because actually once we get to March of this year, we will have been on the air for two years. Can you believe it? Wow. That's kind of hard to believe, yeah, but I think we first aired like March fifteenth or something, somewhere around there, like mid March. So yeah, we're into our second I, year. I remember that first show where I couldn't get on, <laughs> where you just had to do it on your own, because <laughs> I was on the other end thinking, she can't <laughs> Yeah, that was the, the test show, which um, if you guys ever go the archives, that's the one that you don't have access to, because so, I sort of just left that as the test show. I don't think you have access to it who knows one day I may make it public but it was just me and I kind of felt like I was floundering and the plan was to have Dee call in but because I think I had it set to a test show I wasn't able to patch her in so yeah that that was interesting it was a very interesting show but it was very it was very comical at times uh yes that it was but um we, we got well I it. got through probably not for you but on my end it was comical because I was freaking out but anyway yeah I think I was I was kind of sweating bullets and I just recall my husband coming back and forth and he was like she she i on the other end with her she's trying to get through but you can't you, you're not patching her in and I was trying to mouth to him you know what was happening and it, it was just very oh, panicky yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did so. I was like, "Tell her I can't hear. I can't get through." It was like a, <laughs> I was trying to reach you, and you were out there on the island by yourself. I, was like, I can't get through to her. <laughs> and he was like, "Okay." <laughs> but the good thing was, and in our second episode, which is what we pretty much count as the first episode, because that's the one where we were both on there. We we made a comeback, so that was a good... We came back strong. We did. That's what we are. 2016 is going to be a great year of the comeback. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And and also, it's the year of the uh, uh, $900 million power ball, potentially Powerball, potentially billion-dollar Powerball. Seriously, right? That oh. is, like, insane. So, you know, somebody's going to go to sleep tonight one way, and they're going to wake up if it's, you know... Hits a, a number that's someone one Gonna wake up a, in a totally different life. <laughs> yeah, so congratulations right early to early. whoever that is. You know, exactly. hey, you got early it. Congratulations and, and you know, good luck to everybody. Exactly. Hopefully, Hopefully us too. <laughs> you know, because you know, we put our head in my our um in the ring. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why not? Can't, you know, can't hurt anything. You know, you know, it doesn't hurt. You never know. You never know. So, who knows? And you know what? In that case, Dee, I wouldn't even mind if if me and, like, ten other people wanted. I'd be willing to share. That you would know, work. Bring it on. The more, the merrier. Hey, if I was included in there, come on. We can all smile together. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I can see if they're holding that big check with the big paste Well no, it wouldn't be a paste down smile. That would be a genuine smile. Yeah, that would be a smile of just, oh, if you could get in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> it would be one of those. But you know, good luck to everybody and you know, who knows what tomorrow morning will bring. Yep. May the best person or people win. There you go. All right, guys, well, tonight's topic is New Year Pet News. So we'll be talking about some of the top topics in the pet world. But before we start, we want to give out the answer to yesterday's pet trivia question. Okay, the questions were, what is the name of Smurf the kitten's kennel mate and friend at the Nine Lives Foundation, and what is her story? And for those of you who don't know who Smurf is, because I guess that might help you to explain that first, Smurf is the kitten who has dyed purple and suffered from multiple puncture wounds and um, bites from being used as a chew toy. So that's Smurf. And we'll discuss more on Smurf later in the show. But to answer the question about what is the name of Smurf's kennel mate, the answer is Wanda. Um Smurf's kennel buddy Wanda is blind. She's a little black and white kitten. Some of you have probably seen some video of them in their little cage together. But um she was found shivering and huddled next to a garbage can. Um Wanda's left eye never developed and it never developed in the socket and her right eye was damaged beyond repair by a ruptured corneal ulcer. So little Wanda's blind. But she has a, a new best friend, you know, she was put in a little cage with um with Smurf and they're they're bonding beautifully. Uh they've been inseparable ever since and Dee, I don't know if you've seen any other video where Smurf massages her. He he like kneads on her. I don't know if you've ever seen a cat knead but I have. It's it's one of those it's like a genuine massage. Um <laughs> it's I mean, it's the cutest thing in the world, but it's like, okay, just relax. And they're just, <laughs> just relax and think of nice thoughts and take yourself out of your body. But it's I have not seen any videos of Smurf with Wanda. Love the name Wanda. I know you're adorable cute. You. Um, but I, I can only imagine that it is, like, one of the cutest things you probably ever want to see. It is. It is so heartwarming, and they love the couple. And apparently, they've been cuddling so much that Wanda has. She now he. Yeah, she she now has some purple on her chest area from being up under Smurf so much. Ah, <laughs> so love just rubs off on you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And what's even better, what I'm very divided and happy to announce is that when they are adopted, they will be adopted together. They're not going to split them up. Yay. Yep. So even though it's going to be a while, because they said for Smurf, they want his his natural colored coat to just grow in first, you know, and they want to give him enough time to recover. So it may be a little while. They may actually go on to a foster home, but they won't go to a permanent home for you know, for maybe at least a couple of months so his fur grows back. Oh, that that you know what? Oh, that's a heart warmer. Yes, yes. And and we'll we'll go into a little more detail about what actually happened with Smurf in just a second. Um but if you got that answer correct, then this has certainly been your Saturday, and you are very smart. Uh, if you want to check out next week's Pet Trivia question, just be sure to read Friday's blog entry at com. If you'd like to join in tonight's conversation, you can always hit us up at 347-838-8313 or listen later in the archives at blogtalkradio.com. Forward slash, she's a torty. Links from information used in tonight's show can be found on our Facebook page at facebook.com/forward slash missy dot show four four, or on our Twitter page at twitter.com/forward slash missy show. Now on to New Year pet news. Yay! Yay! Let me, let me get my little. I got a new little tablet for Christmas so that kind of helps me out. So now I have my computer and my tablet. Cool. The apps now, Jay. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually a Kindle Fire HD and I love it. It's actually cool cuz I know you have one too. I have one and I, you know, I it took me a while to warm up to it because I had a Kindle before and then when I got this one it was like, I don't know. But then I started using. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I love mine. I really do." Let's see. I wanted to start off talking about Smurf. There's a couple of different um, stories regarding him. I was trying to see which one I wanted to go with. Bear with me, audience. I'm about to. I just love. I love. You know, I saw pictures of. Of the story on online, and I remember seeing the the picture of 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 Smurf. Now that I know know his name, um, I remember is it a he or she? It's a he. I know. Okay, so now I know because I would see it and I thought, what is going on with that? Because I would look at, I was like, what is going on with that cat? Because I would just always see the little picture of it, and they would have like the little mini video and I thought what is, go- what is going on? Why is that cat that color? Yeah, so and he looks I mean, so, so frazzled and afraid on some of his pictures. You know he's so wide-eyed. I don't know if you've seen that one of him where he's like looking up at the camera and his eyes are so wide. See I haven't yeah. seen that. I need to go back and like look at it and just actually really go into the story because I, I mean I know you we talked about it and I remember I read a little bit about you know hearing the story but I didn't know the specifics of it. Yeah, and I actually, there are a couple of different articles. This one is on Mashable, and I will um, post that. But um, it says here, Smurf, an eight-week-old kitten, is the Internet's latest animal inspiration. At just 1.75 pounds, the tiny cat was found in a box on the side of the road running a temperature of a 105. Smurf, who was brought to the San Jose Animal Care Center and taken to the Nine Lives Foundation in Redwood City, California, to recover, had been dyed purple and showed apparent signs of abuse in the form of bite wounds and gashes. And let's see, they go on to say, I believe that for someone's amusement, this kitten was used as a chew toy for their dog. That's just disgusting. Uh-huh. That's just Horrible. I don't understand how somebody's mind goes there and says, "Oh, let's just, you know, let's just." I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get how some people can go there. I don't understand that, but I there don't are either. That I and because, well. because I'm just like, are are they just people who dislike cats? Because I'm like. Chew toys aren't that much money, so you gotta just be doing this just to be cool. I mean, exactly. That, there's no. I mean, you even you can you can get an old or something. I don't know, but why would you use something that's living and breathing as a chew toy? And I just don't understand that. I don't understand that. I don't think I ever will understand that. It's the cruelty of some people in this world, I just don't get it. Yeah, and then, you know, I I never thought about this, but um, I, on another article on examiner.com, um, they were saying, according to MSN News, the indigo coloring dye that was used on this kitten may have had a darker purpose than adding color. This dye disguised the many wounds on Smurf, and in a way it was also hiding the kitten's horrific past. So yeah. they, they probably dyed the cat on purpose to, you know, hide the bite Bite marks and stuff. I just, I just, you know, I don't know. There's a special place somewhere for people. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand how they can do that. But you know what? I'm so happy to know that Smurf is is alive and, and healing and getting better and stronger every day with his nice, you know, cage buddy Wanda. Yeah, and he's been eating baby food. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, because uh, apparently he had taken a turn for the worse for a little minute there, and but then they went in and did some exploratory surgery to make sure that he was okay, and, and you know, luckily it wasn't anything too life-threatening, you know, and I think they they um, had to do something to his leg. They patched up his leg, but after that, you know, they say he he's doing a lot better, and he's eating oh. very well. Yay, Smurf. Yay. Yay. And you know what, and, and this is another thing that they kind of pointed out that I never thought about either. They say um, you really don't have to so much worry about Smurf now because he's gotten so much media attention. He probably has hundreds or thousands of people lined up to adopt him. But um, on a couple of different sites, what I've been reading is that we, we should also keep in mind there are so many other animals who have gone through the same thing and they're not getting any media coverage. So also be open, if you're wanting to adopt an animal, also be open to adopting the many animals out there who don't get the media coverage. So many of them end up getting euthanized. So, you know, let let this um, story with Smurf, you know, motivate you to perhaps adopt another um, kitten in that situation because I know at the Nine Vibes Foundation, I think that's all they have are cats. But, you know, there are so many dogs, many other animals who've been hurt, you know, also, you know, consider them. That is so true, and it is such a fitting segue into, uh, I don't know, are you done, Jay, with your Mm story? Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a fitting segue into the story I want to tell everybody about. One of my stories I want to tell everybody about, which kind of was in the news. I don't know if you saw this or not, but it was about the elderly um, dog that was abandoned. Um, no, I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, there was, there was a dog. And what got me and drew me into it, because you know I had a dog named Blackie. Of course, you've met Blackie. Yep. you met Blackie, rather. And so this particular dog, an elderly dog, was named Blackie as well. So, of course, that drew me in. Um, Blackie is a 14-year-old blind dog and was days away from death in Austin, Texas, when a animal shelter volunteer took him home. So um, his previous owners, his backstory is his previous owners had brought him to the shelter when they could no longer take care of him. And Blackie had actually been an outdoor dog. He spent his entire life outside. He had never really lived inside. And the owners brought him in um, anticipating that they were going to have to perform the end-of-life euthanasia on him. Mm-hmm. So when Blackie arrived At the the vet, he had, like, various health problems. He was blind, of course, because of untreated glaucoma and cataracts, and he had this large lump um, on his chest, which they, they assumed that was a tumor as well. So euthanasia was considered for Blackie, but then... A holiday miracle occurred. And don't you love both? I love it. A holiday miracle occurred. Volunteer Bruni Drummond heard Blackie's story and decided to take him to live out his final days with her. Drummond is also a volunteer at the Austin Pets Alive, where she took Blackie for a medical evaluation. And when she took Blackie in, Something interesting happened. Though Blackie was blind, he began following Drummond around by the sound of her voice. And they said previously he had been, you know, just not able to walk and he struggled struggled to walk and he was he could barely get around. But when they brought him in there he just started following her voice around and everything. And he seemed to take on a new life, loving every second of being a pet dog surrounded by people and animals who loved him. So um Blackie celebrated his first Christmas in a home, and even oh. got a few Christmas presents because she actually ended up um, taking him with her to so that he could just you know live out the remaining days, the remaining well, however many much time because I believe he's still from what I understand. I don't, I haven't heard or seen anything, so I think they're still together. So she said that he celebrated his first Christmas in a home, and he got some Christmas presents, and they wrong they at that time, plan to, um, well, I guess they did ring in the New Year together, curled up and cuddled up on the sofa. Um, oh, my gosh. And he, I hope you have some pictures of him. I would really oh, like to see him. Oh, no, cutest. It's the cutest thing because I think she took a, I don't know if this is a New Year's Eve picture or not. I think it is, actually. But he has his little New Year's Eve cap on, his little sweater. And she also took a picture of him in a Santa Claus hat. Um, which is, and he reminds me of my blackie. That's why I'm just like, oh my gosh. But they also have a picture of when he was first brought into the um, animal shelter and he just looked so sad and just defeated. But these other pictures are just, the Santa Claus picture is a hoot. Um, so it just, when you were saying about, don't forget about other animals, you know, of course Smurf probably has tons of people that want him, want, want him. But, um... Just like you were saying, there are many, 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 so many other animals that are in animal shelters. And also some of those animals are elderly, senior dogs and or cats or what have mm-hmm. you that, you know, maybe don't have as much time left but would just so appreciate being able to go and spend the remaining days of their life with someone who's just going to love them because the love that you would receive back from them would probably outweigh the love that you could give to them anyway. Um, so remember that, remember that there are so many animals and shelters, you know, elderly senior dogs or cats or what have you, or just, you know, regular dogs that are there that aren't getting media attention, that aren't, you know, but still deserve to be loved, still deserve to be rescued, still deserve to have a decent, you know, caring family or person to, to give them love before they leave this earth. Yes, exactly. Exactly, but um, I'm happy that Blackie had a happy ending. He he just sounds like he's adorable. I can't wait to see he's the pictures adorable. of him. He's adorable. He, I'm telling you, when you see the picture of him as Santa, and I keep picturing your dog. I keep I, picturing just, your Blackie. when I saw the story and it was said Blackie. I thought, well, I got to read this, of course. And when I saw him, he reminds me of Blackie when he was when he was first came to us and he was kind of a young young kind of a you know, it wasn't, I'm, I'm thinking that this particular because he is elderly and he's had so many um, health problems, he's a little bit on the slender side, but, and Blackie, when he first came to us, he was a young dog, so he was a little bit on the slender side. But you look at him and you're like, that's Blackie. I'm like, I'm looking, at him like, it's that's Blackie. That's, that's Blackie. <laughs> well, this one has a special, special place in my heart because it reminds me so much of my Blackie and his little face, and he's, he's a senior dog, and so he has, like, the little gray on his little mouth and area, and his chin. And when Blackie got older, he turned gray, and he had, like, the little snowflake coming in, and then he just went completely gray on his face, and he had the little beard, and it was all white, and, and the little whiskers, they're all white, and, and so he was just, he. when I see his face, especially in Santa Claus, Dad, I'm just like, that's Blackie, that's Blackie. One thing I'll say about Blackie, though, know, he he kept his fiery personality to the end because I, I've told this story many times, but I just remember pulling up in y'all's yard one day and, and having him just run out to the car, and he just started attacking the tires. I've <laughs> never seen anything like that. I'm like, okay. He, he was having a bad day, and, and tires were the one that were giving him the tires. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess he didn't like rubber. I don't know. It wasn't anything against you, Jay. It was your tires. Okay, it Those was the tires. tires. Okay. The tires were just not right for that day. He was having a bad day. <laughs> he was having a bad day that day. Blackie gets a pass. He, he He's still um, one of my favorites, him and Boomer. <laughs> I tell you, he was, he was a good dog. He was a good boy. He really was. Well, the, speaking of dogs, I don't know if you have heard about this debate. Don't know if you've been reading this, but there has been a debate going on about how a dog should wear pants. If a dog was going to wear pants, how should he wear them? Well, there you go. Well, Jay, have you seen the pictures? Have Have you heard think, about this? You know, I think I, I think I have received a photo or two of of the the dog in pants. Um. I didn't go completely into the story, so if you have some information that will enlighten me on how the dog should wear pants, I would be more than happy to hear that. Well, it's, it's obviously been um, – well, not obviously, but it has been a very heated debate because <laughs> they have these two pictures, like, if a dog wore pants, would he wear them like this or this? And in the first picture – he wears the pants in such a way where it covers all four legs and his belly area is enclosed in the pants. It's like he's wearing them the wrong way. Um, and in the second picture, it's only covering his two hind legs. So it's like his, his little jeans only cover his his uh, hind area, his butt and his, his hind legs and his tail sticks out. So the first picture, all four legs are enclosed in the stomach area and part of his chest. <laughs> and in the second picture, it's just the hind part of him that's in the pants. So um, what's your vote? Well, you know, I'm trying to think because I was just thinking, well, how would I want him to wear them? You know, I think I'm all for the hind legs because I would want to put a shirt on them. So, Because yeah. you know how I am. Um, I love accessories. So <laughs> I would want to put a shirt on him. So I think I'm going to vote for just the hind legs with the tail out so that I could put a nice, crisp shirt to match the pants. What about you, Jay? What's your... Well, you know what? I thought because the first option looks a little bit more ridiculous, I kind of like the idea of a dog wearing them on all four with his stomach and clothes and part of his chest. <laughs> but um, apparently there has been... Um, there's a company who makes pants for dogs, and they make them one of those two ways. And... They make them the first way with all four legs. All four legs. So where Mm -hmm. does the shirt go? Uh, He doesn't wear one. He should wear a shirt. You just (laughs) can't put a dog out in pants without a shirt. He must be completely dressed. Don't they know this? Well, when you see the pictures, you will kind of get it because these dogs are so cute. But um okay, it says people quickly chose sides and became passionate about which style of pants is best suited for furballs. But one Canadian company has shut all this chatter down. <laughs> They're called Muddy Mutt and they've been making pup pants since two thousand twelve when it acquired the company from a Chinese manufacturer. Um the four leg design may seem like a sillier looking option than the style that just covers a dog's hind leg. But they're definitely more protect a dog's forelegs, legs, chest, and belly from getting soggy and dirty from the wet ground on rainy days. It will also save up to 20 minutes of cleaning time after going out for a walk. Okay. And they're adjustable, and they come in six sizes, and they start now. This is um Canadian price, 69.99. Okay, okay. I you know I can I I. I... Well, of course, you know, of course, when we had Mr. Boomer, you know, he wore some array of things. I'm not going to mention all the things that he wore, but he did partake in human clothing and on occasion, you know, and and sometimes he wanted to participate and sometimes he didn't. But, um, and we made him a pair of little pants, but uh, they were our own homemade pants. We've never had any um professional pants so I don't I just my I just think I would vote for the high leg because you need a shirt and you need a shirt to complement the pants and you know I'm going all the way with this Jay if I'm going to you know what I was thinking maybe you need to be the one you need to be the one to design the high leg one I need to because I think I got how it would work because of course, the tail is going to come out and the pants are going to come right to the waist, and then you have the the coordinating shirt that accompanies the pants, and if you want them to have a hat, of course you can have a hat. <laughs> have I lost my mind? I think I've lost my mind. Well, no, but, but you got to think about how all these inventions get made. So this company has the lockdown on the, the first version, so maybe you could do the second. I can't be completely crazy because – there was a company that actually made pants, So <laughs> okay. that actually makes dog pants. They buy them, I'm quite sure. So I'm not out mm-hmm. here on my own. <laughs> there are others. And they can do their business. It says each pair is designed so that both male and female dogs can answer the call of nature without having to take them off. There you go, because that's important because, you you know. On that business trip, you don't have time to go and completely pull your pants all the way off. you got to go and sell those bones. I lost my mind. <laughs> I think that's a great – you know I'm all for this. You know I would be – I had an animal. I would be buying pants right now. You know I would. <laughs> you know I would, but I'm still voting for the hind leg one. I'm just I am. Well, you you just have to see the, the drawings. They have the drawing of both of them, but I'm going to send you this article so that you can look at these dogs and their fashionable pants. They look really good. Thank you, Jay. I, I'm more than happy to, to accept them and, and, and bring them into our lives. Dogs and pants. They didn't make any for cats. I guess they just do dogs, huh? No, no kidding. This company just mentions dogs because, now, there are some cats who would let you dress them up, but that's Typically, not I something. Be, yeah, I've seen some cats dressed, though. I don't see many of them. Yeah, some people before. do. So, yeah. Missy wouldn't have gone for it, but, I mean, hey, you never some tried cats to dress would. Missy. You never tried to dress That was That wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I Missy's knew like, Missy's personality. That wasn't going to happen. Missy's like, I'm not that kind of cat. No, <laughs> wow, this episode went by incredibly quick. Are we done? Are we almost, we are. Yeah, are we yeah, happy? we only have, like, 40 seconds left. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, y'all got it. Yeah, because I think you did have another one. I did, but but I'll yeah, say we we'll we may up. have to do a part two to this. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it up. I had a two more yeah. stories, but they they they'll they'll keep they'll keep. Yeah, yeah. Well, since we don't have an episode scheduled for next Saturday, we may actually just do a part two to this. There are a lot of animal news, so we can you know stretch this out. We can stretch it out. I've got two more stories that, that are heartwarming and, and some sad, but they're heartwarming. Well, you hold on to those stories, Dee, and we will include those in next Saturday's show. So join us next Saturday. We should be back on at our normal time of 5 p.m. Central, and we will do New Year Pet News Part Two. Part Two. So join us then. Thank you guys for tuning back in for our first 2016 episode. We've kind of run out of time, so the last part of this will probably be over in the archives. So you guys enjoy yourself, enjoy the rest of your night, and maybe one of you will be a lucky Powerball winner. Adopt me. I know. Bye. Bye.